welcome to the Beautiful Life Podcast. This message is by Nigel Desmond. You know, Debs, um, I have come to the conclusion that our modern world has corporately gone mad. <laughs> because I've been, I've been going on the internet and looking at certain things, and I am absolutely astounded at the things that we've come to believe. The things that we have stopped believing, and even the things that we have called into question and called into doubt in our modern times. Things which, until like 15 seconds ago in terms of human history, just about the whole world believed was self-evidently true, are now regarded as the views of far-right extremists. Things like um, who you are and men are men and women are, uh, are women. Things like uh, that are now regarded as the views of far-right extremists. And I was thinking about it and I thought, how, how do we get to this place? How do we get to this place where um, views which you know our parents and our grandparents and all the way down the generations would have taken as self-evidently true are now seen as the views of extremists and actually seen as dangerous. How do we get to this place? And, and I was thinking the other day that it actually stems from 1637, a moment when Rene Descartes um, got himself into this massive intellectual uh, panic where he'd been thinking, got stuck in his own brain, and he was using his system of systematic doubt to deconstruct his own sense of knowledge. He was a, a French um, philosopher, right? Yeah. René Descartes, the famous uh, French philosopher, he one day got into such a flurry of doubt that he began to doubt his own existence. Um, he, he asked himself, a bit like the Matrix, long before there was the Matrix, um, were we just fooled into believing that all of reality and even ourselves don't actually exist? How do we not know that we're not just a jar in someone's uh, massive machine? And so he finally got down to thinking about this. And this was how he solved his problem. He came up with his famous saying, cognito ergo sum, I think therefore I am. And on that basis, he realized that he was doubting his own existence. And so the very fact of his own doubting proved his own existence because he was the one, uh, the one doubting. And that gave him a rock of certain knowledge on which he began to rebuild uh, his own worldview and many uh, people have said that he did a far better job of deconstructing his reality than reconstructing his reality and so fast forward to today uh, which is not that long in terms of intellectual thought times um, we now are in a place where we've taken Descartes idea of I think therefore I am and we have extrapolated that into I think I am, therefore I am. And so where what Descartes actually did was he moved the rock of certainty from the subjective, from outside of himself, I mean from the objective outside of himself, into the subjective, into his own mind. So he moved... You begin and you end with yourself. You begin and you end uh, uh, with yourself. And so his own certainty came back to his own, uh, his own uh, thinking. And unfortunately, the, as wonderful as the human mind is, 
the human mind was never designed by God to be the foundation for all intellectual, spiritual, and moral foundations uh, for life. And that's how, I believe, we put pressure on the human mind to come up with this, and we lost our own minds. It's a little bit like um, in Roman times. In Roman times, uh, the Romans were great bridge builders, fantastic bridge builders. And they've built some bridges which still stand in Europe today, these little humpbacked uh, Roman stone bridges that stood for hundreds of years until our modern era when all of a sudden um, huge lorries and trucks started driving across those same bridges and they began to decay and fall apart because they just were not designed for the kind of pressure that modern life uh, puts on them. In the same way, Descartes' idea stood for a while um, and our mind can take that kind of pressure but once it comes under the pressure of having to come up with the reason for all things it actually breaks and i think it's no wonder i think it's um you know from a christian pers perspective it's like your mind submitted to god works amazingly but on its own when it's the the, the beginning and the end is itself it was never meant to function that way exactly exactly and uh, as a result i believe we have never seen such a crisis of anxiety of fear of depression um, and mental illness um, in the world as we have today and I come back to the scripture from a Christian perspective it says this by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God so that the things which are seen are not made out of the things which are visible the Bible's response to Descartes has to uh, to his cognito ergo sum is perfidium intelligence by faith we uh, we understand and you know it, it's amazing when I look back on on the Bible's responses our response how we uh, we can know the only foundation for sure Christian living or for sure living I believe is our Creator God himself and in order to do that we have to go back in history way past 1637 and we go back to Moses herding his father-in-law's sheep in the desert back in Sinai. One day he's walking through the desert and he sees a bush burning with the presence of God. And he sees the bushes burning, the presence of God is there, but the bush is not being consumed. And he turns aside to that bush and the voice of God speaks to him out of that bush. And God reveals himself to Moses as, I am that I am, not cognito, ergo sum not um, I think therefore I am God says I am that I am was the great I am in other words God reveals himself as the one and only self-existing uh, reference points for all of, uh, of life and from there we built our modern Western way of thinking and uh, God gave uh, Moses the Ten Commandments the law on which so much of our freedoms of our progress our scientific uh, method uh, developed over the centuries and it was in abandoning God as the reference points and moving uh, our reference point into our own head that we began well, to, to lose our minds yes I think um, again it, it comes back down to your worldview or just all everything that you know all education um, is actually 
has a foundation on a philosophy of life or a worldview. Exactly. Um, it's on on what you ultimately believe, um, whether you believe there is a God or there isn't a God. Everything that you learn about life is going to be altered or changed or manipulated by that basic um, idea. And so if if you don't believe there's a God, then then you can come to the conclusion like man is the center of everything, like yeah. Descartes. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I think it was like we were discussing um, the other day is that um, long ago, um, in universities, you used to actually learn um, theology, theology as part of your studies. Mm. And to me, that means that they actually recognized then, um, which I think we do still recognize, but there's an agenda by some people that, you know, um, people who don't believe in God, that they don't want to have God in schools or in the curriculum. Um, because they have another philosophy and worldview, well, the irony, whether it be humanism, rationalism, whatever well, it might be. The irony is is that um, we always we study theology in one form or another. Exactly. So um, theology is just the study of God. So who's and your so, God? <laughs> so who's your God? So when we have a atheistic um, philosophy at the foundation of modern uh, learning, you're studying. Uh, and a uh, a theology in, in many senses so yeah but it, it, it's so it's so interesting when i when i look at who god revealed himself as he said i am and then when jesus came he came and he said i am the truth i am the way the truth and the life so jesus referred to himself as the truth but then the amazing thing is he didn't stop there he backed up his claim to be the truth by dying on the cross and rising from the dead uh, on the third day. And uh, there's so much uh, historical evidence for the resurrection of Jesus. And so we have these reference points in history. Um, the, uh, the revelation of God to Moses in the desert. The revelation of God in the person of Jesus in history. He called himself Emmanuel, God uh, with us. And he arose from the dead. And these give us these reference points by which we can be secure to build a modern life. And I, I think back to Jesus's um, teaching in Matthew 7, where he spoke about if you build your uh, life on his word, you're like a man who builds his house on a rock and it will stand in times of storm. But I look at our modern world where there's so much pressure. We, we are like people who've built our, built our houses on sand. And uh, the human mind is like sand. It seems like a great idea at the time, but once the storm comes, when the pressure comes and things start moving about, the whole edifice tumbles down. And that's what I think we're seeing in our modern, uh, modern time or in our postmodern time, where um, the whole edifice of our thinking, of our knowledge, of our knowledge base, of our freedoms is crumbling about our ears because we've chosen to build on sand. And, you know, this is the thing that I've come back, uh, back to is that we can have certainty but our certainty is based on god and on the great i am we get to say i am because he is mm. i am because he is and that's where we get certainty i'm who i am i'm made in his image i'm a special and valuable creation i'm a man i'm a woman i have got a destiny i'm significant 
I've got purpose. These things come out of knowing the eternal God, the great I am. Mm. Um, I just remember while you're chatting, I was just remembering in our book, It's a Beautiful Life, um, there's a part where we're talking about how do you know who you are and discover who you are. Um, and um, we look at, you know, if you're in a huge shopping center and you want to um, find a particular store, you, um, when you go to that big display screen, the first thing you have to look at when you're trying to find the store that you're looking at is where am I? Yeah, where am I now? You need a reference point. Yeah, exactly. you need the, the, the fixed reference point. You need a, and, and that place is, is God. Yeah. Um, otherwise, if you don't have a fixed reference point, you can just float anywhere, you know? Exactly. Um, but I think it's really um, interesting that, um, you know, at the moment where our world, that, that whole saying of, um, I think, therefore I am, um, that. Or in our case, I think I am. Yes, therefore, therefore I, am. I am. Yeah, you know, if we don't have God as our reference point, um, we can really get so lost in our own thinking. Um, and you know, even as a Christian, um, one experiences that. Yeah. Um, I just remember, you know, in in the Bible, it says that actually it's in your mind where spiritual warfare happens. You know, um, what's that scripture again? Um, take every thought captive, captive. Yeah. take every thought captive to the knowledge of Christ yes exactly yeah. which is a reference yeah. base it's yeah. the knowledge of Christ who is truth right yeah, exactly um, and and so you know the interesting thing is that just generally for us um, our mind is a battlefield there's yeah. thoughts coming all the time and what thoughts you entertain and what thoughts you believe or don't believe, defute, you know, refute, uh, refute or, or um, accept and agree with, really uh, is going to change, um, you know, your, your destiny. Yeah. So, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs 23, it says, as a man thinks, so is he. Mm. Um, and it's often because you, because you believe something about yourself, um, you then act that out, exactly. you know, um, but it doesn't mean to say that just because you believe something that it's true, just because you feel something. I mean, I can, I know as a Christian, I'm like, I have sometimes felt so incredibly strongly um, a lie that the enemies told me about being afraid about something or this is, you know, and, and I, um, you know, it's affected the way I've lived. And then I, have received I have received I've been set free or mm. taken that thought captive um, to the knowledge of the Lord and um, and I've been um, free you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying yeah exactly um, and so um, I think it's so important in our world to have a fixed point mm. because like you mentioned that parable if you're going to um, build your um, life on something that's not a fixed point, that's not ultimately true. Yeah, it's just a facade. It's just shifting sand. It's just, and no matter how beautiful it is, no yeah. matter how good it looks, yeah. if it's not God's truth, actually, it's just a facade that is going to come tumbling down. And so, you know, we can build our lives on thoughts, but ultimately, we'll come to see whether those thoughts stand or whether they don't. When the pressure's on, they'll crumble. And I mean, that's what I love about those 
the, when we read the Bible, we see God's presence in the bush with Moses. God was there. His, he was present with Moses. His present, uh, presence was there. And he spoke to Moses out of the bush and revealed himself to, uh, to Moses. And that's the nature of our God. He's present with us and he speaks and he speaks today. And then we see Jesus who was present with us. His name was Emmanuel, God present with us. And he spoke and he declares and he continues to speak. And then, of course, um, in today's world, we have the Holy Spirit who is present with his church and speaks today. And by these things, we can navigate the journey of life that God has set for us. And I'm just so excited because the uh, as I look at the world, it is true that on one side, it seems like large parts of the world seems to have gone mad. But I see such an acceleration of the presence of God filling the earth. I see such an acceleration of people coming into the word and understanding the word of God, the Bible, and hearing the prophetic word of, uh, of the Lord. And I, I believe we are in for the greatest time of revival the world has ever seen. As the world looks for answers, they're realizing it's not where we thought it was. And uh, the light of Christ is shining ever more brightly in the world. If this has encouraged you, we want to encourage you just to go ahead, hit that like button, hit the subscribe so that you'll get every video that we um, release. Send us a comment. We love to hear your comments and your questions. And uh, yeah, send us, uh, send us some love. We hope you have enjoyed this message from Nigel Desmond. For more information, please visit nigelanddebbie.org.